This is the Cosplay for Christ podcast. I'm Jess, your host, and I'm here to encourage and strengthen Christians in the cosplay world, to speak truth in love, to embolden fellow believers, to live proudly, showing the love of Jesus Christ in their circles, and practical tips and tricks for my cosplayers out there. All right, come on, let's do this. Hello, hello. This is Jess with Cosplay for Christ. I'm so glad you all are here. Sorry, it's been, it seems like a long time since I've put an episode out. And with the holidays and all the stuff that's been going on, um, I got a little distracted. I had full intention to put something out last week. And then the day that happened, I got in a car accident. So long story short, everyone is fine. We thought I had broken my hand and I had to go get x-rayed. Good news is that it was just burned and bruised and not broken. Yay! And uh, my daughter was in the front seat with me. And the bad news was I was at fault. I, (laughs) y'all, you know, when you had a day, you had a day. I was running errands and I was just trying to pick up this switch game for my middle child at the Walmart that I had ordered online. You know, Black Friday deals were happening and I was trying to get some discounted Christmas presents for my family. <laughs> and so I'd ordered this thing, uh, this game. Oh, AC just started to hear that. I've switched places. <laughs> I was up in my closet and the wind chimes kept going that were outside my window and I could hear them in the podcast. And so I switched This is like the first time I came back down to the basement and I set up in this little corner of where we have our uh, TV rooms right near my, where I craft. And um, (laughs) I think that's the heater. It's literally right next to the utility room. So we'll see if that comes across in the um, the audio. But (laughs) anyway, so I was running to the Walmart and my oldest daughter wanted to come with me. So we go to the Walmart and, you know, I don't, y'all, you know, they have the like, uh, okay, you, you ordered online. So you park here, but now it's Black Friday deal. So you park here. So I parked and there was, there were so many people. It was packed, but I found a spot in the Black Friday deals where it was a Black Friday deal. So that's where I was supposed to go. And I checked in, I sit there and I'm noticing that people have been People are sitting. They've been sitting for a while. And slowly, slowly, the people around me start getting their packages that were there before me. I'm like, okay. And then this one guy comes up to one of the guys that work. And there's like only three dudes for like 50 cars being serviced, you know. So this guy comes up and and he's an older gentleman. And I kind of had a roll my eye moment. I had to like check myself. <laughs> I was, <laughs> God's funny, you know, get humbled when you start having some, some attitude, I was like, this guy goes up to see where his order, but he had come in after me. Well, lo and behold, the guy ends up getting his stuff before I do. Well, then I was mad. Cause at that point I had been sitting there for an hour, a whole stinking hour. And my daughter's like, mom, don't be a parent. Mom, don't be. I'm like, I, I am not, please. Do you not know me? I am not. I, I do not do that. Okay. I am not a Karen. Thank you very much. But I do want to find out what's going on because dude in front of us who was not in front of us got his stuff before I did. And he just happened to tell someone I'm like, they show him preference. So I went and I flagged one of the guys down and I try to be as fast as I could. I'm like, Hey, I know you're, I know you're in a rush. Um, I just do got served before we did. Um, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your, what's your, what's your name? Let me look up your order. So I tell him my name and he's looking, he's looking. And then I had this moment 
It was like this gut check of like, you're in the wrong spot. And I go, am I at the wrong Walmart? And he's looking because I don't see you on here. I'm like, oh my word. So I go run over to my phone. I look at the address and lo and behold, I am at the wrong Walmart. I've been sitting oh, for an hour at the wrong Walmart. I was so embarrassed. Ah, I was so embarrassed. I apologized to the dude that was helping me. I'm like, thank you. I'm sorry. He goes, it's okay. It happens all the time. I'm like, oh, but I've been checked in for an hour <laughs> at the wrong Walmart. So so I was like, okay. So I I, I pack. We, we actually, it was a bigger Walmart that we were at because currently where we live, the Walmart nearest to us is kind of smaller. So this one was a bigger one. We had to travel a little further to get to it because it had more options, more things. So I'm like, hey, let's get groceries here because, you know, the other one's not as great. So we go get the groceries, go shopping. Then I'm like, let's head over to the other Walmart where we're supposed to go. So we go over there and I check in and it's like one guy in a car waiting in line and like a lady sees me and I, and I check in and I just yelled to her. I'm like, I checked in an hour ago. I'm so sorry. She's like, Oh, we were trying to figure out who you were. I'm like, okay, it's me. I was at the wrong Walmart. So again, had to be humbled a little more <laughs> admit I'm, I can't read sometimes I don't pay attention. So anyway, that went really fast. And at this point, I think we had left the house at about 10 o'clock and I was trying to be home by lunchtime and it was two o'clock. And so at this point, I'm like, it is so late. It's time to go. And so we start going. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but we moved to the Branson area, Branson, Missouri. And Branson, Missouri, if you don't know or haven't been, is kind of like a, I don't know, people describe it as a Christian Las Vegas <laughs> I mean, I think there's a place in Tennessee that's very similar. It has a lot of touristy things and like wonder works and like uh, wax museums and, and golf putt-putts everywhere. And then we have Silver Dollar City, which is the main attraction. Silver Dollar City is is awesome. I love it. It's like an 1800s theme park, like roller coasters and everyone's dressed up in their like 1800s gear, skirts and bonnets and trousers and whatnots and <laughs> it's it, and they have really fun rides so we love silver dollar city but the only way for me to get home is to pass silver dollar city and it is a holiday weekend and everyone is going to silver dollar city so i was driving and the line to on the highway it's a two-lane highway it was backed up i'm not even joking probably like 20 miles <laughs> Maybe, I, I don't know, my scale's off, but it were, it would take me 15 minutes to get home. It was going to take me probably an hour to get home from the way the traffic was going. And so I was driving and me and my daughter were making the best of it. We were playing the radio, singing songs, being dumb. And we were literally like crawling, like the car was crawling. Well, it gets to this point in the road where you could see where the road becomes a four lane. And it's where there's a highway and you can see the Silver Dollar City line on the left-hand side, like going, like it's just a solid straight line of cars. And there are like two exits. I see a guy in front of me pull out, get on the shoulder and go. And so I'm like, oh, well, I'll just do that. So I pull out on the shoulder, which is wide enough. It's like a solid lane size, but it's still technically a shoulder because of the painted lines on the road. So I pull out and I start going and someone in the other lane had let someone through to to cross through the traffic to get to the horse ride trail rides that was right next to me. And y'all, 
I just, I, it was so fast. I just T-boned them like straight up. I tried to break. I did, but it wasn't enough. And I, and the airbags deployed their airbags deployed. Like it was, I haven't, <laughs> I've never been in an accident where airbags deployed or that it was my fault. Um, and so like, I was just in shock for a while. And the lady that let them in ended up actually being my neighbor's coworker. And he works for the police department in a town nearby. And so she was actually his coworker. She was a cop too. So she came over. She was awesome. And you go um, ask my neighbors what her name was and send her something, even though she was the one that let the, <laughs> she let the person in. So it's okay. She, but she came and attended to me and my daughter. And she's the one that helped me with the, the 911 call, like my car automatically like called people. Cause I have a cool Kia, you know, minivan and it, they called whoever, <laughs> whatever the services they have it like immediately start calling 911. So I'm like, kind of like figuring out what the he- I like I was kind of gone. I didn't really understand what was going on. It was so confused. And like everything was very disorienting. But she was like, turn off your car, roll her the window. Are you okay? I'm like looking at Sophia. I'm like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, yeah. I knew we were going to do that. I knew that was going to happen. I'm like, okay. And then I realized that suddenly my hand is like throbbing. I was like, oh no. And I looked down and my hand is just like swollen. And and it's getting worse and it's starting to feel worse, you know? And I was like, man. So, and then I realized, you know, I'm like, okay, I get out of the car and I realized the other people are walking around. They're fine. It was, oh, I felt so bad. It was people vacationing and it was a grandparents and a third grade girl. And she was, oh, I felt bad. She was so scared at first, like totally in shock. All okay. Everyone, everyone involved was not hurt minus my hand. And um, my daughter ended up chatting with her their granddaughter for a while while the cops came and the EMS and all that stuff and started playing with her and then she was fine and anyway oh y'all it was such a mess <laughs> it was such a mess and I was I just wanted to get home I just wanted to go home that was it I just wanted to get home it had been too long I was done for the day and then that happened and this is the day before Thanksgiving so what do you do? <laughs> that has been my crazy week. So I was going to record, but now I got this cool story that I got to tell you guys about my my thing. My husband came and picked me and Sophia up and he took us to the um, emergency room place and had to... <laughs> had to go get x-rayed and make sure I was okay. And then, you know, dealing with insurance and, oh my word, I think they... <laughs> I think my car is like $15,000 worth of damage, but repairable, but repairable. So yay. Um, yay for insurance. <laughs> the one time I'm like, okay, I'm glad we got it. So it's all good. So anyway, how was your, how was your week? How was your Thanksgiving? Did you guys have yummy food and, and good times with your family and friends? Or did you go on trips? Did you, what'd you do? Yeah, I want to know. I want to know. What did you do? I actually ended up having two Thanksgivings because we were going to go to my sister's house in Kansas City and her daughter got the flu. And so it was on Monday. She let us know and she had started on meds. And so my husband and I were like, um, why don't we just wait and push back Thanksgiving like a day? And we won't come down on Wednesday like we planned. We'll come down maybe Friday or Saturday, depending on if everyone's feeling good. And so we ended up having Thanksgiving with my other sister and my husband's parents and 
my sister's parents. And that was great. And then um, that was on actual Thanksgiving. Delicious food. Oh, my word. And then Friday morning, my sister called and said, hey, we're not sick. Come on. Can you come? <laughs> so I'm like, let's do it. So we went up to Kansas City. We stayed the night and then uh, came back the next day. And we got to have Thanksgiving with my parents and my other sister. And that was really, that was really nice, too. So it was, I was very grateful that nothing was broken, that that everyone was healthy. My, I mean, I just have some minor back pain and my hand is actually doing really good. It's actually funny. The bruise looks like I had lipstick on and like try to open mouth kiss my hand. <laughs> it's like just a fun bruise. It's like a weird donut looking like oval donut. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I've been a little out of plays and out of sorts with all the with cosplay stuff. I really, I'm, I just started my Obi-Wan Kenobi costume that I'm making for my neighbor. And I'm going to make a duplicate one for my, um, husband, just, just in case, just in case I can get him to dress up because he doesn't really dress up. That's not really his thing. But if I bat my eyes and say, please, and give him kisses, then maybe he'll, (laughs) then he'll say, okay, I'll dress up for you. he's a nerd, but not the kind of nerd I am. (laughs) He loves Star Wars, but not as much as I do. (laughs) Not, he doesn't display it the way I do, (laughs) but that's okay. So anyway, I'm just thinking of all the occurrences that have been going on in my life. And I'm like, whew, man, I tell you what, if I was really stuck in how things are supposed to be, I'd be struggling bad because every one of our plans in the last two weeks have gone awry. (laughs) If you know what I mean, even, even, okay, I decorated the the house. And so it's the first time in this house. I I don't know if y'all experienced this. So I am a type A person. I really am. And so when things are not, when I don't know where things go, or it's a first time to do something in a, a, a different environment than what I'm used to, I get very stressed out. And I was trying, we pulled out all the Christmas decor. And since we moved at Christmas time last year, this stuff has been packed in these boxes for two years. And so we pulled out, me and my daughters pulled out all the decor and we're trying to figure out where stuff goes. And that just stresses me out when you're trying to figure stuff out for the first time and all this stuff fit our old house. And so now this is a totally different house and things don't quite fit and it's not the same and okay, we, we need new things or that doesn't quite work there. Or how do we make this work? Cause we really don't want to spend more money, you know? And so, um, my daughters were actually a really big help and they loved decorating the tree. They did the whole tree. They did like the fireplace bookshelves and stuff. And I just hung wreaths and garland and stuff where it looked like it should go, <laughs> you know, and it ended up, it ended up looking good. And so like just getting that done and all the hustle and bustle stuff, and I'm like, take a step back and be like, you know, sometimes you have to literally just roll with it. Sometimes you just have to not place such high value of your plans and just go with what is like, I don't know. If you, Have you ever skied? If I, I would akin it to, okay, if you know that you're going to fall, like, okay, you're falling. And I, I, I've skied almost my whole life growing up kind of California, then Kansas, traveling to Colorado. And then I actually lived in Colorado for several years. And so like I skied a bunch and I love skiing. I haven't skied in a long time though. We were in Texas for a long time. We didn't ski maybe once. We went to Rio Dosa one time in the 15 years going there. So I miss skiing, but okay. What I learned is that when you ski and you know, you're going to fall, 
or you're falling, you're actively like, okay, I can't correct this. You relax your body. And if you relax your body, then you won't be as prone to getting injured as you would if you were stiff, if you were flexing your muscles and like bracing yourself. And, um, and that's just, I don't know if that's scientific. That's literally my experience with skiing and being injured or not. And, um, I think that's why people who are drunk who fall don't really get, (laughs) get, get hurt as bad because they were relaxed when they fell or, you know, fell off that chair or whatever. They were having a great time, you know? (laughs) So anyway, you have to roll with life or life will roll over you for real. (laughs) And if you're not rolling with the punches that come, it's hard to stay standing. But then even further than that, if you have this understanding that Christ, like Jesus is with you the whole time as well, that he's not gone and then comes back, like he is with you always and that Christ is with you at all times. But those who love Jesus, he is always with us. And and that is kind of reassuring to know that no matter how hard it gets, like God's going to be with us and he's going to help us through the hard things. Eventually, some of the hard things will he will turn for good. You know, they were bad, but he turned it for good. Just even looking at the accident, you know, my daughter yesterday was just saying, man, I just had a really bad week and with the car crash and then I couldn't go to the cousins right away. And and I kind of stopped her. I was like, hey, 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 you know, we weren't injured. And everyone got to go to Thanksgiving. Like, let's look at the the good that that was there because it could have been way worse than it was. And I just I just remember telling her, I'm like, hey, you know, sometimes we have to and I'm not into positive thinking or I don't need that negative energy in my life. That stuff's crap, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry if you're into that. It's crap. <laughs> not good. Uh, oh, but send positive vibes. Stop it. That's now stop it. That's new age crap, y'all. <laughs> stop it. But there is a power of knowing Christ is with you and thinking on what Philippians 4, 8, think of things that are good. Think on things that are of good report, the things that are pure, the things that, uh, you know, think of the fruits of the spirit, the love, joy, peace, patience. Think on those things. Those are the things that we focus on. Those are the things that we cling to because we really cling to Christ. There's a scripture that talks about God being our anchor, our hope. It's in Hebrews 619 says, we have this hope as an anchor for our lives, safe and secure, enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. And then verse 20 says, Jesus has entered there on our behalf as a forerunner because he has become the high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. So Melchizedek is a king priest that we find in Genesis. It just mentions him and he blesses Abraham and Abraham brings him a tithe. And then David mentions the order of Melchizedek in Psalms, and then you get to Hebrews. And that's where we bring in the kind of a dual understanding of how Jesus occupies both king and priest, whoever was the author of Hebrews, which is a great debate. This person is saying that Jesus is now that for us. He is now that high priest and king. I'm actually this. 
So it kind of goes into verse 17 and says, okay, because God wanted to show his unchangeable purpose even more clearly to the heirs of the promise, he guaranteed it with an oath so that through two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled for refuge might have strong encouragement to seize the hope set before us. We have this hope as an anchor for our lives, safe and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. Jesus has entered there on our behalf as a forerunner because he has become a high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. So he came in on our behalf to do the things that we could not provide. He filled in our spot. And that's the whole point of him dying on the cross. He 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 was a sacrificial lamb for our sins once and for all, once and done. He, all our sins were nailed to that cross. And so when we have this hope that's in us, that's this hope of the hope is Christ. The hope is Jesus, that he's with us. He is pleaded our case for us and he is working for all things out for our good for the, for us who love him and so when you do your day to day and it gets bogged down and it gets crazy you just you know relax remember that god's got you and it's going to be fine it's going to work out um and if it doesn't work out the way you think it should that doesn't mean that it was bad or that it was wrong it's just your unmet expectation of what it was supposed to be cuz Maybe you wanted it your way and not fully trusting that God's way is the better way. Or you made a choice that was not the correct choice. Like me, breaking the law was not the correct choice, (laughs) you know, but God's still working it for good because he protected me and my daughter and that family in those cars because it could have been way worse. And it wasn't. Thank you, Jesus, because I'm able to, I was able to walk out of that car. And so was my daughter and the other people involved, and we were okay. And so you have to look at the good things. So as this crazy season begins of Christmas and all this other stuff, just remember, relax, roll with it. If things change, don't get so bent out of shape of the things you can't control. There's things you cannot control, and that's okay. Release those things because it'll make you a much more pliable person for your future. And with that, I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. I'm looking forward to Christmas and celebrating the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ, which I have to say, you know, the birth of Jesus was technically, the scholars, most scholars believe that it was September 11th that he was born, which is kind of, if you want to go into conspiracy things, it's very interesting. But here's what I figured out, which was, I thought, really cool. December would have been when Mary conceived Christ. So anyway, December's when we recognize the birth of Christ, even though it's not his actual birthday, but that's what we are all here for us Christians, the the celebration of our Lord and Savior, the arrival, the the coming Messiah that was promised in the Old Testament. And it's a pretty awesome season to be in. So I hope you all are doing well. Be blessed. Know who you are in Christ and take ground for the kingdom. See you guys. <laughs>